0: All right, hey, welcome to the Rosecast. The showdown continues. And continues. And continues, AB. <laughs> they got us hooked for two nights. Night one of two. Uh, by the time you hear this, both nights will have aired. AB, how you feeling so far about night one, episode five? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah? Honestly. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. You weren't offended by anything that took place?
1: You know, You want to jump right into? No, I don't
0: actually. <laughs> okay, a little, a little something called a tease. You have okay. to stick around to the end? Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, so we got. You know, we saw it was it was more of the same from some of the traditional characters. A lot of people were probably disappointed by the fact that Dean got little to no screen time. Dean, the heartthrob, the, the tiger beat heartthrob. <laughs> he was missing a lot of Kenny and Lee. We'll talk about that down the line, and a lot of. Uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> old suck face. <laughs> old suck face. Old suck face McGee. That noise I made is not really the noise that Brian makes, because he has his mouth wide open the whole time. There's no... <laughs> I wouldn't classify what those two do as smooching. But anyway, A.B., let's get right into it. Let's try to keep this, I don't know, under an hour 20, Okay. would you say? I really don't want to spend the next 84 hours of my life doing... <laughs>
1: bachelor stuff was it no, I, I can tell you that it's gonna be under an hour but I, that'd be a lie we say that every it's, time this is gonna be, is. it's gonna be an hour and 45 minutes
0: of pure content <laughs> all right anyway hey thanks for listening everybody let's do it the group date we're still in hilton's head south carolina this is the tail end of last week's group date and we start off with like we said a little bit of kenny and lee kenny pulls lee aside Um, and this is when there's a lot, they, they show a lot of other guys and not named Kenny and Lee. Thank, thankfully Mm -hmm. given their opinions on them two kind of going at each other. One person I thought aside from will who stood out was Peter said, I know Kenny really wishes they could just, you know, talk about it like adults, but there's no talking to Lee. This is the point
1: where you realize like everyone hates this dude, Lee. And everyone really
0: knows what's going on here with Lee in this house. Everyone—they tried to make it seem like it was just, you know, confined to those two, but everyone who's watching is like, "All right, we all know that Lee's a scumbag. Yeah, it's <laughs> not sneaking by anybody. This isn't the house is not split no. on who to def- on whose no. side to take here." Uh, before before we get to their actual discussion, we got old sloppy seconds, old suck face Brian. <laughs> Sitting in a docked sailboat with Rachel out in the dark. I feel like Brian's been on this earth long enough to where this is probably like the fourth or fifth time he shared a sailboat in the dark with a lady. I don't know about you.
1: Hey, uh, when is your boy Brian going to say something of some substance?
0: Or say something that isn't like pre-written. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is, it's
1: the guy that brings like a written down rap to the freestyle rap. It's like, get the fuck out of here, Brian. That's exactly what, <laughs> what I was going to say. We all know this is pre-written stuff. You've it's been thinking this
0: whole time and it's written down and you haven't memorized. He even admits that. So last time they talked Rachel said, Brian is so charming that it scares her. So what does he do? A B he he's on the airplane. He's like, I'm trying to write things down, thinking of how I could respond to that. (laughs) That's the opposite of what you should do just tip a few back and let loose brian let the real yeah. brian come out don't be this fucking fake kendall dripping
1: dipped in goop listen that's fine for your first impression you got your first impression rose and all that a but month and a half ago yeah but move on to just being you if
0: there is even a
1: you i don't know this guy i'm out
0: ab i got a tease someone on twitter last night sent me something let me know something was up about brian a spoiler Uh, It's it's not a spoiler. The Twitter is Rosecastcs if you don't follow. But AB, we're gonna have a at the end of this episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about Brian off screen, and we'll let you know when we're gonna do it. So if you're if you're some people I know are not interested in that kind of digging behind the scenes stuff, so we'll let you know when we're gonna do it. But there's wow, I'll just leave it at that, folks. Anyway, (laughs) let's so let's a couple of Brian quotes. All right. You think I'm too good to be. And this is right after she said you're too slick. All right. Yeah. Just that context is important. <laughs> you think I'm too good to be true for you, and I think you're too good to be true for me. Well, then it's very simple. I think we're a perfect match. Boo. 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 These lines would be rejected by like a romance novel publisher. It'd <laughs> be like a not Neurotic <laughs> romance. Not even yeah. like. Not even, this is a smut novel. <laughs> Lines. he talk he talks like a guy from from like a made up character in a i can't even articulate this very well when I was a kid my sisters had this board game and it was like teen phone and it was like oh <laughs> billy's calling like what's billy saying and then the billy quote would be like you and I are meant for each other let's grow old together type of yeah. Nonsense for 13 year olds. Teen line. And that's, I don't know what, I don't, yeah, teen line, something like that. It was like, it's like the phone game. I don't know what game it is. If you know what game it is, let me know. But that's what he talks like. He talks like a fake, like, <laughs> cosmopolitan article quote. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. 100%. Anyway, but hey, as gross as he is, AB, he's the one guy who's not been in any drama whatsoever. None. He hasn't, he hasn't
1: said anything outside of sleazeball lines. I haven't heard him talk.
0: Besides that, we'll talk more about him and his one-on-one date. But I don't want to say I'm disappointed, but it is surprising that Rachel is like I don't this know, into him, kind of falling into the trap. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like, this might be a trap, but I'm gonna walk into it anyway. It's just a little surprising to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, let's do Kenny and Lee on the deck. The first of many Kenny and Lee confrontations, so we're not going to chat about it that long, but our guy Kenny speaking very calmly about his concerns with Lee. A.B., what do you got on this kind of first of many embarrassing confrontations?
1: Lee is just so hard to talk to. I don't really know how he stood there and stayed so calm, honestly. It was a miracle. Most people, me included, would have slapped the grin off of Lee's face. <laughs>
0: He's very slappable because he's like he's like shoulder height, you know. Yeah, he's way short. You can like slap
1: down on him like like, like, a right hook, perfect angle for you to get full leverage on your slap. (laughs) Yeah.
0: A little five seven ass Lee. Yeah. Um, he's just provoking him. He's provoking. I mean, the black man, Rim. Let's just call it what it is. It's exactly what he's doing. Lee is ba- everything Kenny says. He's like, oh, so you wanted to get violent, and then Kenny's like, <laughs> no, Kenny's I'm like no, no, <laughs> I'm being very calm. Oh, so you you're on un- you're very violent. He kept telling calling yeah. him violent. Kenny was like, I don't. We're not doing this.
1: <laughs> I'm not violent. I don't want to be violent right now, or else I'd throw you over this balcony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to your death to your bloody death and no one would care Lee that's that's what he does it's like it's fucking mind game he's like oh so so you want to get violent and Kenny's Kenny basically is like I I want to kill you yes like, you're right but I'm not gonna do anything so you can't really yeah. pin that on me couple of my favorite quotes Kenny calls him a dime store psychologist uh, <laughs> The, when I was a kid in Kansas City, there was a there was a store called the Dime Store, and it was just fucking knickknacks. So Dime Store Psychologist was very funny to me. <laughs> Kenny also said if I were hey if I wanted to be aggressive, like everyone would know, I can show you aggressive, basically. <laughs> Which again, borderline threat, but you know I was okay with it. listen, Kenny.
1: For all how calm Kenny gets. He also, he also lets you know that it could get serious in, in a matter of seconds in almost threat threatening ways.
0: That, I mean, that's, but that's what makes him the perfect target for Lee. If you yeah. were doing this against like Will or Josiah, I mean, Lee's or Kenny's got 65 pounds on those guys with a, with a his, like his job is like fake violence, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the perfect target. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Group date, Rose old Brian, old mister, old mister trying to think of appropriate things to say that aren't like too sexual. Um old mister anyway, Brian, you know who we're talking about. <laughs> um, and you think oh, okay, and B, going to talk more about Brian. No, this is about Kenny and Lee again cuz Kenny gives Brian some dap. And AB, he gives this little speech, which I thought was in, which I, it's, I was like taking notes or something. So I didn't realize he was, I thought this was to the camera, but he said this in front of everybody. No,
1: he he said said it to everybody. Kenny congratulates the dude, says, good job getting the rose. And then he, then he goes into, it's very important not to be a bitch ass dude. Now Uh, there's one very important thing in life for
0: just saying it's very important something to keep in the back of your mind at all time. don't be a bitch ass dude it's words to live by which <laughs> Lee pops up with a quick fuck you yeah. then Kenny
1: comes with you'd be a stain on that couch which I've never heard that before I've never heard
0: but I loved it Lee responds with oh so you're threatening me again yeah <laughs> I'm trying to be kind to you Lee you, you said just fuck said fuck you a half a second ago one sentence prior <laughs> is what you said anyway so these two go back and forth a little bit kenny whispering which was funny in the promo Lee, you're a bitch (laughs) says he's gonna shit in his cowboy boots but now the cowboy boots comment probably not the smartest thing to say when you know that he's just gonna tell rachel yeah he's gonna snitch out
1: i mean you gotta you gotta you gotta stay a little cooler than that kenny but hard to do when someone's saying fuck you right to your a dude that you know you could absolutely powerbomb through the table that you're sitting at and he's telling you to fuck you no
0: no 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 I don't play that that. (laughs) no Kenny like we've said this whole season rocking a hard place he's got a balance like protecting his manhood and defending himself against this kind of open secret racist snake He's got to balance all that with, oh, yeah, I'm here for Rachel, which is easy to forget amidst all this chaos sometimes. So Kenny's in a tough spot. I don't envy Kenny one one bit. I thought it was funny when Kenny also said, I wish Lee's dad had instilled
1: a little more manhood in him. But maybe he just said, nah, that's a bitch. I'm good.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling um, Lee's dad did instill this in him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I don't think that's going too far out on a limb to make that <laughs> claim no okay ab do you want to move on to and i mean this with all sincerity and not an ounce of exaggeration the most awkward 10 minutes i've ever seen on this show the one-on-one date with jack stone the, i i call
1: it the most embarrassing thing i've ever seen someone i couldn't watch through. <laughs>
0: i've I couldn't never watch. been more embarrassed for someone Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Let's dive uh, right in, though. <laughs> we hey, we called it. Did we not call it? I mean, I called it. I you said this it. guy. I said this guy's going home. Yeah, <laughs> and I said that
1: he's the type of guy you do not want to be caught in a room alone with because the conversation would be so bad. The roommate A.B. hit it on the head,
0: I hit it out of the park, and the way he looks at people is so weird jack stone like i said his face is facing down at a 45 degree angle and his (laughs) eyes are looking up which is just an inherently creepy way to look at people whether you mean to or not just take any random screenshot when jack's on the screen and he's gonna look weird
1: (laughs) he's also always
0: like cranking his neck in weird directions and stuff yeah all right let's just let's talk about it from the moment Jack Stone walks up, it is clear that Rachel is just takes a deep breath and is like, "Just try to get through this day. Um, she's <laughs> gonna play along as long as she can." Jack fires off a quick joke about how the houses are probably. This was our first hint that this was gonna be a disaster of a date. <laughs> they're riding on horseback, some carriage thing, in some old South Carolina neighborhoods, and he makes a joke about how they're haunted. You know, a harmless joke. I, I might have. Hey, full disclosure, I might have made the same joke. And she could barely stomach. She was like, no. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) I don't think that. Maybe these two are both attorneys who live in Dallas. And yet they have absolutely no chemistry whatsoever. Zero. None. The least amount of chemistry I've ever seen on a one-on-one date. It's bad. It's bad. Why do you think Jack seems to think they're like the hottest couple in the game? Like, he thinks they're like Jay Z and Beyonce. Like can't believe like finally we're together just showing everybody what we're about i'm like jack nobody nobody else <laughs> nobody, thinks like this nobody nobody thinks this jack i i don't know guys delusional did you we well, got anything i mean honestly I, I couldn't watch i couldn't watch most of the state i was cr- <laughs> i was cringing too hard i was watching through my fingers
1: <laughs> so they first went to that the dance in place and jack stone it obviously was the worst dancer i've ever seen not even close. Easily. not even yeah. close his feet aren't moving He's just standing there. Rachel
0: needs a good dancer in his life. In her life, that's one thing I know. After the dancing disaster, he says it was re- its just really hard to focus in there. Did you notice? <laughs> I just kept—I kept staring. I kept—he said I kept staring at you. And then they go i mean, how did this date not end at this moment when he went in for a kiss and right—you know—as his descent begins, she goes, "You're gonna get sick."
1: you just kissed a bunch of other dudes like yesterday Rachel i mean that's the oldest
0: trick in the book to not kiss someone well i th- i almost thought that she was saying you're going to get sick because she's implying that she just kissed a bunch of other dudes and like whatever those dudes have she's going to spread around you know what i mean i think she was saying she was sick that's what the that's what i got from it who knows all i know is that's on the mount rushmore of i don't want to kiss you excuses she turned away multiple times away from
1: his kiss. And he like he eventually snuck a little peck in.
0: Ugh. That peck, A.B., he said, it's been a really long time since I've had a first kiss feel that way. Oh, God. Feel like what? Like a fucking a great-grandma trying to <laughs> smooch a, an in-law? Like your <laughs> wife's great-grandma? tried to kiss you on the lips that's what it, that's what it was like if he were the great grandma <laughs> yeah. what is he talking about It was you can't have a shorter kiss a
1: shorter worse kiss so you're telling me that was one of the better kisses you've had
0: i don't know how many millions of people were watching but 40 percent of them were covering their eyes <laughs> while you were doing it jack so i don't i don't know where was there an off-screen kiss so we didn't see what kiss are you talking it couldn't have been that one <laughs> the, the one where she said, "Please don't kiss me." Essentially, she said, "Please stop, like don't, don't kiss me." <laughs> do you think Jack Stone is truly delusional, or do you think, I mean, he's just playing up? He want he's putting on the putting out the vibe that he's more successful than he is on the show. I mean, I don't know. Like, why, why would, why is he saying these things that are just so far out of the realm of reality?
1: He's get the feeling he's a little dorky, a little corny. He's obviously awkward. He's just, he's, the social norms just aren't there with him.
0: Have we seen Jackstone's body? Did we see it at any point? Uh, I'm we sure have.
1: we did, but it was probably. Hmm. Probably,
0: probably, in the what, background. <laughs> probably <laughs> what? Probably in the background. I didn't notice. <laughs> okay. All right. Fucking back at the house. Thank God. I've never been so excited for oh, a back at the house. Needed this. Uh, Lee and Will, the man. Will, the man. Good guy, Will i tell you about will will had a great will had a great will had the episode of his career i'd say triple double from will mm-hmm. will has given lee the benefit of the doubt a little bit do you have any issue with that ab he seems to be blaming he seems to be saying lee is saying things lee doesn't know what he's saying because his background he's a little ignorant because of where he's from type of thing are you okay with the way lee is and do you agree with it will
1: I don't agree, knowing what I know now, I don't agree with him, but I could see why he would think that. So, like, I got no issues with what Will said. He was just trying to educate Lee on the issues. And Lee, Lee already knew all of this, and yeah. he knew exactly
0: <laughs> what he was doing, so. Didn't put a dent in Lee's worldview. No. I mean, so the education you're talking about, he says, I can understand why Kenny would be upset when you call him, this is Will talking to Lee, when you call him aggressive, there's a long-standing history in this country of calling black men aggressive to justify other things. Now that potential, you know, teachable moment could be a turning point in someone who may be truly ignorant, meaning doesn't know any better, might be a turning point in that life. But Lee goes, ah, oh, here we go. The Derp. black guy telling me what's going on. Well, Speech. Here comes the race card. Yeah. Listen, oh, sure. people that
1: say like, here comes the race card usually are people that are trying to defend something racist.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, about, out. about halfway through, Lee starts, you know, rolling his eyes and he goes, so, Will says, hey, you know, maybe be a little more sensitive. Be careful with the words you choose. Something very reasonable. Like, you don't have to like Kenny, but maybe don't call him aggressive, you know, or like portray him as scary black man, because that's not entirely true, and you're going about it the wrong way. Like, Mm -hmm. that's basically what Will said. Yeah. Lee's response is, so he's the guy that gets mad and plays the race card and tries to get away with everything he does, because he can't control himself. (laughs) No, that's like, not at all what Will's saying. Nope. (laughs) Quick question, A.B. Now... how frequently how often does playing playing the race card get you out of a situation lee seems to think that playing the race <laughs> card is like a get out of jail free card i'm like T- i don't often see it work out that way what do you what do you think
1: never in my life Reb. okay all right just want to double check with <laughs> oh. you there's a situation, I need to pull out the race card to get out, I need to pull out my black card to get out of this, no, it's never that (laughs) it's never
0: never. that, like does Lee think that Kenny gets away with everything in his life because he's pulling out and by the way, Kenny's not pulling a race, Kenny's not in the room like, (laughs) Will's the one saying this stuff, well the thing about people that say things about race
1: cards is like, uh, why would I want to bring up racism like I I just don't understand that mindset. Why would Why would you think that that would just be something that I would use to get out
0: of things? Beats me, AB. I mean, we're dealing with a small we're dealing with a bee brain here, AB. So I can't explain Lee's rationale. Yeah. Um. But we agree. I mean, Lee is not ignorant. Lee's a lot of people online and. In Bachelor Nation, I suppose, are calling Lee ignorant. I don't think Lee is ignorant. He knows exactly what he's doing. Ignorance implies he doesn't know any better.
1: He said it explicitly that he enjoys making people mad. And he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing.
0: Alright, well, that's that for now, but I guess we have to... I mean, we have a duty here, AB. The people rely on us to recap this show in a funny in uh, a way that's equal parts humorous and sincere so with that said we have to talk about the one-on-one date nighttime with jack we don't want to i don't want to talk about this it's making me feel weird i feel awkward just thinking about this and talking (laughs) about it reading my notes makes me feel uncomfortable we have to do it at this point we know he's toast i mean there's no way he's making it through the night no rachel keeps coming on cameron
1: is like i just don't feel it with this guy (laughs) She
0: keeps saying that. The romance is missing. Missing. AP. It's not there. For as much as she gets romance from Brian, the opposite end of the spectrum is Jack, whom she can't... I mean, she doesn't even want to touch, like, <laughs> hold hands with.
1: Rem, this is one of them dates that, you know, when a girl goes and they're like... They tell their friend, like, I'm gonna call you if it goes bad and you get me out of this date. You're like, you make up something uh and call me back and then i'm gonna act like i need to go like that was the situation that she would have done that immediately when they sat down at the table
0: great point i'm surprised that didn't actually happen yeah during the (laughs) table i'm surprised when i got a call like talking to the producers i can't do this date can you just send him home (laughs) just like not let him go back to the house, please. thank you (laughs) I mean, the, the the entertaining part of it, well, the entertaining or awkward, however you want to look at it, is Jack going on and on about how comfortable he is around her uh, and how well they mesh. Meanwhile, Rachel is totally dead behind the eyes. I mean, God bless her <laughs> for putting on at least a fake smile a little bit. Uh, what do you got? Uh, Jack was talking about her dad a little bit. I mean... Jack starts to say about how he feels. He
1: he really g- knows her dad, and she's like, "No, uh, you don't know him. You haven't Skrrt. met him, skirt. <laughs> no. so, how would you know him? He wasn't even on this. He wasn't even on her season of uh, or Nick's season of Bachelor. No, literally so no one knows you, her dad. You have you have never
0: seen him, and neither of any of us. <laughs> I feel like I get him though. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's when the music turns ominous, AB. That's when the music's yeah. like almost kind of jokey horror film music. Yep. The the scary piano. Uh, what he got on Jack's? Speaking oh, man, of horror un- films, room it's rim. fucking uncomfortable, AB. <laughs> Speaking
1: of horror films, room <laughs> Jack's ideal scenario with
0: Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> he what says, a weird guy!
1: If I were to do an ideal day with you, we'd go in a room. I'd lock the
0: door. And we'd talk all night. All right. At- the first thing he says, she's like, what do you mean you want to go back to the house? like, I- I'd lock the door. That's like right where he's zoomed to lock in the door. <laughs> I mean, what kind of serial killer shit is that? Why do you need to lock the door in any situation? I put down, Jack, are you trying to date Rachel or wear
1: her skin? <laughs>
0: Imagine going into a room with Jack, and then him going locking the door like, oh, and then him turning around and looking at you with those eyes and doing that grin. I mean, I I would shriek in fear. I'd start yelling for help if I were in that room.
1: Absolute nightmare scenario
0: for Rachel. Nightmare, nightmare. Well, that prompts that was the end of the line. For yeah, Rachel, <laughs> she's not going to do this anymore. This was the best part to me. Rachel says something about, she gives a little speech about why she looks for like an X factor, an unexplainable kind of connect. What she means is like, I want to have a physical connect. I want to be attracted to you, which she's not with Jack, among other things. And Jack is totally oblivious. He doesn't realize that she's talking about not having a connection with you, Jack. He goes, hey, if you have a connection, you have a connection. If you don't, you don't. He's smiling like, who are you going to? He's. I think he thinks that Rachel's about to tell him that she's going to let go of some other guy. I mean, <laughs> she's talking about you. It's obvious. You blew it. You blew it. And then she picks up the rose, which normally I don't like that move, but I like to hear because it's just twist twists the knife in this yeah. guy. I don't care. She picks up the rose and Jack is going on and on about how great of a day they had. He was like, It was just I just enjoyed it so much more than I I didn't expect that all this stuff. And she's like, Jack, I, I just want to be like, Jack, you're not getting the rose. <laughs> AB, were you surprised that Rachel had such a tough time letting go of this creepazoid? I think she was putting on an act rim.
1: I don't think you think she really cared? She talked to him I, like one other time and then had one of the worst dates of all time.
0: I think she cared in that she felt bad about having to send home a nice guy. I mean, obviously, he's a fucking weirdo, and they wouldn't be friends in real life. But he was a nice guy, good yeah. intentions, and she felt bad about that, and she found that hard. So when she got choked up, I don't think she was crying like, oh, I'm never going to see Jack Stone again. She, I think it was her realizing, like, <laughs> holy shit, this is going to be really hard when I have to send someone home that I actually give a shit about. That's a fair we point. Should, and she did it. it ain't Jack. It's a really good point. All right, and thus ends literally the most awkward... I mean, that's got to be it for the season, right? There can't possibly be anything more awkward than that. No No way. I'm trying to think of who's left and if it could... I mean, if
1: like old man Matt got a date, it it wouldn't be that
0: awkward, but it'd be bad. It'd be a bad date. That would at least be two adults talking, whereas Jack was jack and rachel was an adult and a potential serial killer talking (laughs) jack stone lock the door i mean that's like room have you seen the movie room i mean that's like (laughs) jack's one of those guys i feel like jack's got some got some hostages somewhere or (laughs) something some prisoners just kidding don't sue us all right back at the house thank god so rachel decides to skip the cocktail party after she sends jack home So, just to recap, one of Remini B's biggest gripes is the fact that fucking cocktail parties are never at the end of episodes, ever, and might not ever be again. This one wasn't even at the beginning of an episode, A.B. It was 40 minutes in. We're all fucked up now. I mean, there's no coming back from this. No. Uh, Before we get to the roses, my favorite quote so far of the episode comes from Iggy. It says, I think that people who have been causing drama in the house are not going to be sticking around. I hope I'm not included in that bunch. <laughs> so we'll just let that sit, I guess. Absolutely, you're included in that bunch. <laughs> Who else would be included? All right, roses. Eric, Peter, Adam, Will, the man, Matt, Alex, Josiah, Anthony, Big Kenny, Big Ant, Kenny. After doing a little snake motion. I mean, Kenny... I mean, come on. You're 35. The you know, snake you you motion was unnecessary, and I hope she didn't see that. Um, I saw her tweet, and she said she was tweeting about it last night. She said not only did she see it, she knew exactly what he meant by it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gives a rose to Lee anyway, so you know that <laughs> so you know yeah. that, that was producer. Wow. I guess my issue with this is it comes down to Lee, Iggy, and Tickle Monster, and we all know that Lee... And Kenny have the two on one because of the promos, so okay. the rose ceremony has zero. There's no nothing tense about it. You know, what it's I mean? one of my
1: biggest pet peeves in reality TV is when they give away something. You almost can't watch. Like there's certain shows you almost can't watch what's coming up next, or else it's gonna spoil some episodes for you.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Um, Iggy and Tickle Monster went home. Tickle Monster stayed true to his gimmick to the very end. A B. did you? I didn't expect the old the old tickle thing at the very. Got a big laugh though got a big laugh and he got a i'm gonna miss you so much out of rachel so much what i'm ab i've been saying it tickle monster is a good dude he's the monster the the nickname got a bad rap like he's a nice guy they weren't obviously they were never gonna be together but you know funny guy. (laughs) Brought the hands around. like She's got to deal with like all this drama queen and all this whining and all the racism, and then uh, fucking Tickle Monster comes through with the big, you know, puffy hands jokes, and that's fun. You know, she likes Tickle Monster. Why didn't she keep him around over Matt and Adam, then? Matt's a good guy. Adam, no idea. None. Adam just hasn't had screen time the whole season. Neither has Matt, really. Yeah, I know. Bums me out. I like Matt, though. Iggy has kind of a i don't know quarter life crisis would you say third life (laughs) crisis
1: (laughs) i I would say he was devastated
0: he realized at that moment like hey maybe i shouldn't have talked to her about other dudes the whole (laughs) in our limited time together maybe that wasn't the best strategy
1: it's really unfortunate he just came in with the completely wrong strategy and it's almost like he never watched the show it was so obvious what he was doing wasn't gonna work
0: all right ab they go to oslo norway looks dope as hell Locations are on point this season so far. Uh, rim, I'm not in on the cold stuff. Yeah, cold is kind of whack. Nick went to a bunch of cold places.
1: Take me somewhere tropical. If I'm going on The Bachelor, I want them to take me somewhere tropical.
0: That's a good point. They have been going to a lot of cold places. They, on, Nick spent like a month and a half in Finland. Yeah. Hopefully they're not in Norway that long. I didn't mind it. Norway's got that, that mild climb, that temperate. Climb, I'm talking about my ass if you can't tell. Anyway, <laughs> one-on-one date with who else but Big Man on Campus Brian? What'd you think about
1: Dean saying he wouldn't be surprised if Brian didn't come back?
0: I mean, he got flamed for that insulin <laughs> yeah. The guys were like, "What are you talking about?"
1: <laughs> uh, Dean, actually, that would be one of the most surprising things I could think of that's ever happened in my <laughs> life.
0: <laughs> I mean, now, uh, Dean Apologist, that was a stupid, stupid thing to say. But he is pretty, like, perceptive for a 25-year-old. Like, he knows that Brian's confidence might turn into overconfidence and then maybe eventually bite him in the butt. But that said, he's 100% coming back. I can't
1: think of anything that would be more stunning than Brian not coming back from this date.
0: I mean, if he comes back with anything, it might be, like, fucking positive pregnancy test. That's the only thing you gotta worry about, Dean. <laughs> That's much more likely to happen than Brian not coming back, being yeah. sent home. Please. Uh, did you catch this? Brian was kind of... They were talking on the bus. I don't know why they took public transportation, but they did. Brian said, I, I feel like we've barely even talked about, you know, the basics. Yeah, I'm fucking with you, Brian. Maybe don't suck the tongue out of her throat every chance you get and get to know her a little bit. (laughs) I thought that was strange because he still never got into anything this entire episode. Nothing deep. Well, they didn't have much time because before you know it, they're fucking rappelling down uh, a 180-foot cliff. So what's the deal with this, though, Rim? Was this a They said
1: it's an Olympic ski jump? Yeah. But it was 180 feet in the air or something.
0: What's the deal? No, you dipshit. That's the starting point. Oh, that's where they start at. They they go down they that go ramp down and it. they shoot up. Yeah, I guess they didn't really show it very well, but yeah. No, they didn't. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> so where they were standing is like the platform. You know what I mean? That you start. So they repelled from the start. Yeah, they repelled off the backside. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you now. Makes sense. Yeah, they didn't have much sound to talk. They're now me, not a heights guy um i i'd go so far as to say i flat out wouldn't do this and if that (laughs) meant i got sent home then that would be my fate if you don't love me because i don't want to do this then we're not meant to be together
1: this one made me really nervous too like they had to do the work of repelling themselves i don't know hit the wrong lever falling 180 feet rim
0: to your death yeah this isn't like, they didn't make it seem scary enough. You know what I mean? Like they really should have played up that they could die. I mean, it's one thing to play handball for the first time or like ride a horse and you've never ridden a horse yeah. before. This was like one false, one bad move and you're dead.
1: They're acting like you need to conquer a fear or something. No one, no one can conquer that fear, you know, heights n- uh, that high. Like that's, yeah. they,
0: don't you think that's scary to everybody? Who'd be okay with this? Dude, no, there's people out there who are... No, I'd be... The the people who repel for fun, for pleasure and leisure. True. Have you read about this guy who... These guys, these free climbers who climb up fucking the sides of cliffs that are like 500 feet high with no harnesses or anything, and they just stick their fingers in the cracks and shit, and (laughs) that's what they do to get off? I mean, that shit is crazy. (laughs) I don't get it. Anyway, well, uh, what do you know? Uh, About a fifth of the way down, I mean, they're just getting started. Okay, Brian requests a kiss. AB, what is with this guy?
1: Uh, I'm gonna be honest though, Grim. When I when they first started doing this, I'm like, this would be a once in a lifetime kissing
0: opportunity. Yeah, it was awesome. It was good. <laughs> it was good. It was, this is jealousy for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Super romantic. Uh, they get to the bottom, make out. I mean, she loves him. We got. I mean, we got a boyfriend girlfriend situation on our hands. Yeah. I don't know if you could tell. Rachel had a quote after they make it back to Earth that I think will probably end up being a hefty bit of foreshadowing. This is why I think Brian is too good to be true. He's devastatingly handsome, which is true. True. And a great way to describe it. Mm -hmm. He's 37, great job, well-educated, and so sweet and sincere. I don't get it. I don't understand how he's still single. He's such a catch. I don't get it. I mean,
1: you think something's up, Rachel? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? You think something might be going on here where there's smoke, there's fire? I don't know.
0: I mean, hmm. we got a perfect guy who's mad old. He's so old. And you're wondering what the problem, wondering if there's a problem, and you can't find the problem, I mean, you need to take a step back. Maybe stop falling down this his pit. I mean, by that, I mean his lips.
1: And he's also, like, not really about getting into the relationship stuff. He's more about- Surface. Making out
0: and surface, yeah, surface. talk. Hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, there are red flags, Rachel. Yeah. There are flaws. Uh-huh. Do you know where he's from? Does he know your last name? Has he asked you anything about your family? No, no, no. Big Ant dropping knowledgeable darts.
1: (laughs) Big Ant. You can tell, like, this episode, you really got a glimpse into the house, and it's that everyone respects the shit out of Big Ant and Will. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Let me come to you. Let me come to you with some real problems that I'm having and get some actual advice from you, Big Ant.
0: Big Ant is, I mean, he's a steady, a steady hand in the house <laughs> with Eric, with Eric, who's always freaking out. Eric, a lost, a lost you little boy. Yeah. And Big Ant's seen it all done at all. Maybe <laughs> what do you got on this conversation? Kind of an interesting little dip our toes into the race discussion from a different perspective. What do you got on Eric so, and
1: So, I'm actually a little humiliated that we didn't find this faster, that she hadn't gone on a one on one on one with anyone, but besides Big Ant. seems like something we would have caught on.
0: Well, I think one on one with any black guys other than Big Ant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, you know, probably just wanted to dance around. I mean, yeah, I mean, I knew I I, I saw what was happening. I, just, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't want to offend you or anybody else. I mean, yeah, she's. So they talk about how in five one on one dates. Big ant is the only black guy she's taken on a one-on-one dude. And there's
1: and like half the guys are black
0: still. Yeah. Hmm. And one of those guys was Jack, so she might just really hate. I mean, she took Jack before she took some of these other guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I mean, do you understand Eric's theorizing or are you more on ant's side? Ant made a lot of sense to me. The Aunt- white guy. Ant <laughs> <laughs> Aunt-
1: Ant dropped some real good knowledge. And it's that he needs to quit looking at them as a combined person or group. They aren't all interchangeable. And Ant's basically like, don't lump me in with all these other fucking trifling black dudes.
0: <laughs> also. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it. So if you, now we're not used to doing this, but let's take race out of it, AB. Mm-hmm. Not really our thing, but we'll try it one time. She fucking connected with Brian physically immediately. She fell for Peter also pretty quickly. Okay, so that's two of the five one-on-one dates. Jack Stone was a, th- a third one-on-one date, which I think was a producer pick for comedy and awkwardness. So I don't even count him. So we got two of four one-on-one dates. Anthony was three of four. And then I don't even know who the fourth one was. Who was the, who was the other? Dean. Dean. Okay. And she fucking loves Dean too. So those those four guys were excluding Jack Stone. I mean, you can't – who – what of the black guys that she hasn't been on a one-on-one date with would she – Have a better prefer, connection right now. Have a better connection with than any of those four. Like, honest, like
1: – One of the people she actually did have a connection with, one of the black guys, DeMario. Yeah. Got caught up in some mess and got booted off. So one of the top, you know, connections from the first couple nights is gone, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean you could make an argument for Will ahead of maybe Yeah. maybe Dean but I don't know. The what we're saying here is it's a small sample size, folks. Mm-hmm. Very small. If there were a 1,000 contestants, 500 black, 500 white, and she went on 400 one-on-ones with white guys <laughs> and five one-on-ones with black guys, you'd have an argument. You'd have a real case to be made. Yeah. But we're just talking about a couple people here, you know? I mean, one one guy of one race will totally flip the fucking percentages on their heads. So listen, chill out, Eric. Chill listen, out. Listen,
1: Big Ant was right. Rem AB side with Big Ant. But we're going to keep our eye on
0: it. I'll tell you that we're to be we keep our eye on it <laughs> we're fucking watching you rachel <laughs> anyway uh back to brian rachel still concerned this is gonna be the the brian storyline i think until the very end i think he's gonna go very far and i think this is gonna be the storyline throughout he's too perfect he's too charming uh, i think she's about to get played whether she chooses him or not she's gonna get played at some point in her life with you they talk a little, they talk a little bit about how Rachel was a late bloomer, kind of in the shadow of her older sister, and oh poor Brian was only six four two hundred instead of six four two thirty as a junior <laughs> in high school. Oh I'm skinny and I'd acne. Mm. Okay, who cares? Which was like nineteen ninety six, by
1: I the way. I was gonna say so <laughs> so Rachel is saying about how they never talk about anything, and then really the only thing they talk about that's remotely past the surface is Brian brings up high school, which was 20 years ago for him. Irrelevant. That's an irrelevant time period
0: at this point. I mean, he's lived more years since then than he lived up to that point. He's such a different person
1: and that's so irrelevant
0: and not, and basically surface level. He does try to go a little deeper. I mean, he brings up this four year relationship that he had a few years ago but i got i got i gleaned nothing from it i was confused he just like said he was in a relationship but then he ended it and that was it like we don't know any of the details why it ended she didn't seem too interested and then he says like he 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 looked at
1: himself and figured some stuff out after that so it took him till he was 36 (laughs) to figure i don't know where number one what happened with that four-year relationship he didn't really explain
0: they fuck we they could have they could have been married for all we know he could have a kid They're, listen, Brian has something that is bad and, he, and he, yeah. we're not seeing it, okay, I mean, whether it's you know physical skeletons in his closet or or you know figurative ones, mm-hmm. there's something going on. Brian is too good to be true, Rachel, you understand that yeah, yep he Brian even then says
1: he's falling in love with her.
0: No, maybe he says, I'm truly falling in love with you. Like, <laughs> just, it's not, a, sl- it's not a line.
1: And then he then says, it was very hard for him to say. Now, I don't know about you, Rim, but it seemed extremely easy for
0: his slick ass to say. I would have to agree. Nothing is hard for him to say. No. He'll say whatever it takes. But, you know, every every time we talk about Brian, we we roast him for being the slick slimeball sleazebag. And then we have to... We have to end it with, oh, by the way, Rachel's basically in love with him and there's nothing going <laughs> to be done yeah. to stop it. Then they pan to Rachel and she is smitten. She said, I can't believe that he went all the way out there today. Well, if you can't believe it, if it's unbelievable, then maybe take a step back. It's a sign, Rachel. The guys, The guy's hitting all the right notes. He's pushing all the right buttons. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I mean... Is Rachel not as smart? I, I almost, I almost don't even want to say this, but is she not as smart as we thought? Maybe what is going on no, in her mind? No, she's
1: smart. She's just wrapped up in the amazing kisses.
0: Are they that amazing though? I mean, they, they, if anything's aggressive in this house, it's his mouth, Brian's mouth. But she's not. She's not backing away, Rim. I don't know if I would either. Anyway, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought for sure that she. If she were to encounter some fake smooth operator bullshit act, she'd see right through it, but she doesn't. Sad. Okay, B, back at the house. Group date, blah, 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 who cares who's on it. Obviously, we know that Kenny and Lee get the two-on-one, so another anticlimactic moment in the house. Uh, handball group date, daytime. Adam Dean, Anthony Peter, Matt will, Alex, Eric, Josiah, obviously, Kenny and Lee not here to mm-hmm. join in the fun f y i Lee would suck at handball, he'd get dominated out there, I think that goes without saying <laughs> uh a b handball is life, uh do you want to get into handball that looked like actually, listen, I've played handball
1: before in like that in- kind of handball. Yeah, in middle school, uh, gym class, we had a handball unit, and it was crazy fun. It, it it's as fun as it looks. Rem. <laughs> that looked extremely Yes, I would fun. like to get involved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, my first question is, why the fuck are they wearing wrestling singlets when the <laughs> yes. professional handball players are wearing shorts and t-shirts? <laughs> That's just Rachel. You know, she wants to see those bodies. You know, hey, the, say which one to hey, a Rachel, smart girl, accomplished. Um. Uh, on a good path in life, but at the end of the day, she also just wants to see some fucking rock-hard bods, and who can blame <laughs> her? Who can blame her? Uh So, Alex and Will are the two guys that have played handball, uh-huh. but the majority of these guys basically learn handball in one afternoon, and 10 minutes later, they're what appear to be, now, I'm just a novice observer, but they appear to be among the best in the world, Maybe <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, this goes back to our take about how if American athletes played soccer, they would be the best in the world. I mean, do you agree that... Basically, Will would be the best handball player, and yeah, no like, way he was he,
1: he was doing all the stuff that the uh, the Olympic guys were doing can do. So,
0: <laughs> jumped higher than everybody else. Yeah. He threw harder. Josiah uh, was goalie and thought it was a good idea to block every shot that Rachel took. Oh, do you agree with that strategy?
1: Listen, Rim, we can't let Rachel slide by here. The, she she has a weak noodle arm. That's true what was he gonna do let him he she's not looking for a guy that lets her win either you think she's that Don't type you? of girl nah
0: no 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 she's got a weak arm i probably would have blocked all the shots too but josiah was fucking like dakime mutombo like launching, yeah. you know, like <laughs> pounding them out of the way like just catch it you know what i mean and roll the ball and say yeah maybe next time you know play a little both sides she throws like a wuss though Rim devil's advocate she does she does like if you want to you know if you want to hang with the if you want to play with the guys like yeah. it's the old hey it's the old people talking about Serena Williams these days listen Serena you're great maybe probably the best one of the best athletes of all time but if you play against the boys they're not going to take it easy on you they to kick your ass <laughs> a little topical a little topical chatter from remember AB uh where would you rank will among the great athletes of our era AB <laughs> Well, Rachel compared him to Jordan
1: in the 97 <laughs> finals, one of the iconic performances <laughs> of our lifetime. So, and I can't—I yeah, didn't, I heard her say that and I'm like, yeah, he's fucking got the team on his back right now.
0: Well, she said that and then they showed a couple of shots of his. The last one, he just like, le- like from half court, like leapt into the air and fired <laughs> it into the corner with precision. <laughs> I mean, he was worthy of that praise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Group date night time. Rachel, knowing that she's in the presence of greatness, an all-time great, pu- pulls Will aside first. Uh, what did you think about you know Will and Rachel's conversation? I think one of the first time, first time in the least a couple of weeks that we've seen those two chat one-on-one.
1: Grim, do not sleep on
0: Will. Don't do it. This Don't guy's tell a me player. That. This guy's a player in the game. Okay, a player in the game. Like he's just got a chance. Is what you yeah, mean? Yeah, he's got a shot. Okay. Well, hey, they had a good convo, we thought. More importantly, little make-out session in Dark Little Corner. Shout-out to Will not putting on a show for the cameras like Brian. Yeah. Just wants a little show-some-affection-on-the-side-in-the-dark. I was a fan of that. I was a fan oh, of yeah. that. Let's run through these three guys. Alex, Matt, and Eric. Alex. He read, like, a fucking story. Let I don't think a- he can read, honestly. Well, then how do you think he was? What do you mean? He was looking at words on a paper and then he read. I didn't
1: know he, I'm saying I didn't think he could, could read or write before he did this.
0: Well, there's no video evidence of him writing. So it might've been somebody (laughs) else that wrote it and then he just read it. Uh, And it was, it was very bizarre because it wasn't a poem. Maybe it was just a, it was a story about what he, he was literally reading what other people say normally. (laughs) Matt uh took some lyrics i mean matt was on screen for a half second but he it looked like he had some sort of music lyrics embroidered was it did he stitch something for her rib i mean if he did that would be better than getting it stitched i suppose but it, it nevertheless it appeared to be a crown royal pouch i don't know if you know it was like a <laughs> blue velvet with like yellow <laughs> stitching i don't know if you noticed that It wasn't the best And then fucking, God knows what Eric's talking about, but he got his hug. Good for you, Eric. (laughs) Get your hug. Josiah. AB, I don't remember, but the last time you and I spoke, you were kind of team Josiah, right? You thought Josiah was a good dude. Funny, at the very least. I don't know what happened. Well, I was right. That's what happened. Sometimes it's just not working for you at some night's Rim. This is how he always is, though.
1: Not this bad. This was bad. Well, because she called him out for the first time. She called him out, and then he just kept saying the same bullshit.
0: <laughs> she, so first, a couple of a couple of the best lines: "Your beauty just radiates from your core." Come on, man! He some he wants to grow old with you. All the all the old tired bullshit. But basically, he's been saying since day one. Then the nonsense, and then Rachel finally says, "Cut the shit." <laughs> why don't you ever talk about, ask any questions about me? You know what I mean? And what was his response? I mean, what a weird response.
1: He said, you're so perceptive and smart. He's
0: like, "Mm, that's a good point.
1: (laughs) You're just so smart, Rachel.
0: You you caught me. I don't care about you. I'm just doing lines. I mean, he sounded like fucking Tim Meadows doing the ladies' man. That's what he was doing. She's like, hey, Josiah. (laughs) Uh, why don't you care about anything that's going on in my life? And he's like, "Mm mm-hmm, you're right, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It was almost like they were having different conversations. Like, it it wasn't registering with him what she was saying. I mean, can you agree? Josiah's as good as gone. Probably next episode, right? Next rose ceremony. He's on his way out. Yeah. No doubt. For
1: some reason, Josiah thinks his talk went really well,
0: though. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to Peter, someone who's actually got a shot. They talk for a bit. They go outside. They kiss. Mm-hmm. In that moment, Peter almost, he had a chance to really separate himself from Brian, the physical only man. He said, I want to keep kissing you. She says, we'll do it. He says, no, no, no. We have so much ground to cover. I respected that, A.B. Wow, yeah.
1: That was good stuff.
0: But two minutes later, they're in a fucking hot tub.
1: Hot tub, date. and hands are going all over the place, Rim. I don't think-
0: A B, that shit got fucking hot <laughs> and heavy. Holy oh cow. Is this unprecedented? You've been watching the show a lot longer than I have. Is this unprecedented on a group date? <laughs> the Came hand hot and heavy.
1: The, the hand movements, oh my god. Mean, feeling her up and down. All over her body. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was front no. back, side to side. On a one on one date? I mean, how much time do you think this literally took? They had to change they had to get change. their microphones off. They had, they had to, to turn the hot tub
0: on. Like the, the hot tub, tub probably
1: wasn't on. Turn the hot tub on, get the jets going. They then got in, made out for like 15 minutes or whatever, hands all over the place. At least. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> they had to get out, put makeup back on. Don't forget about that. Redo the hair. Everyone's going to get hair on. and makeup done. This was a th- this is a three-hour ordeal. While yeah. the other guys were just sitting there with their thumbs up their asses.
0: Folks, you're saying they had to put makeup under their hair, and you're thinking in your mind, oh, yeah, Rachel did have to do those things. No, Peter had to do it, too. Peter, okay? too. I'm talking about to get both yeah, Her hands, they didn't show it, but at some point, both of her hands were up in Peter's hair, period. All right? That happened. Yeah. All right? <laughs> <laughs> How could it not? <laughs> So I mean that you're right, a lot of work. You're not kidding. That's a multi-hour. Yeah. I mean, how I don't understand how. So on group dates, guys interrupt each other, right? How did no it's, one like yeah. appear and be like, Peter, what the fuck are y'all two in the hot tub? <laughs> like, I, if I saw that, I'd leave the show. I'd be like, that's it. <laughs> All like right. if I'm if I'm Josiah, I'm like, or not Josiah, but you know, Adam. Adam was on this date, okay. If I'm Adam and I see that, I'm like, oh, well, I'm just where's give me the next flight out of here. It's obviously yeah, not I happening mean, with me. If you
1: remember last year on The Bachelor with Nick and Corinne when Corinne was like super handsy and super aggressive with him. That was nothing on this. Nothing. And people were ready to leave after that.
0: (sighs) Wow. That was... Came out of nowhere. It was fucking hot. And... Rachel requested it yeah this yep. wasn't like Peter like let's go in the hot tub she's like Peter was like hey let's learn more about each other she's like you want to learn more in the hot tub and bang,
1: bang boom. <laughs> this is this is when I really realized I think Peter's gonna win this show I really do he's,
0: I think I mean he's obviously he's still top three for me he might be number one yeah I picked him to win initially I don't I don't know what to think anymore but man
1: He's got he's got the you know the intellectual talking side and, but he's also got the same amount of chemistry physically as Brian does It's a good point It's the
0: best he has no flaws right now Best of both worlds Well the only flaw is every episode his hair seems to get grayer and grayer I don't know <laughs> I mean his hair was super gray this episode when they were playing handball if you go back and watch it's 100% gray <laughs> But you're right I mean they got the physical down it's wow. the physical chemistry is it took a rocket ship. Yeah. That said, Will gets the group date rose. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep
1: on Will. Were you surprised by that? You can't, you can't, if you want guys to stick around, you can't have a three-hour group one-on-one with someone and then give them the rose, too. Like, that's mm-hmm. too much. Everyone should would have walked off if they, she did that.
0: I'm with you. Uh, I think they probably talked about it. Like her and Peter. Like yeah, she you're probably get was like rose. she whispered well, in his ear. Not just you're gonna get a rose, but you're not gonna I'm not gonna give you the group date rose here yeah. because it would be too fucking obvious. Yeah.
1: I can't she said she said I think you're gonna be the winner. That's what she told him in the hot tub without the <laughs> microphones, I'm sure. <laughs> uh
0: yeah. Peter said, I mean put Peter putting on the show. He said, I'm having doubts about if I stand out. It's like, Peter, dog, you just want a hot, you had a fucking, every, everyone's dream situation. All right, buddy, don't act like you're not here for the long Like, Peter's worried you might not get it. Like, get to shut the fuck up, Peter, you're fine. <laughs> All right, AB, well, we've been talking for basically an hour, and we haven't gotten to the Kenny and Lee two-on-one. Should we talk about it? Do you think this is something that you and I should touch on, or should we skip <laughs> it, or what do you think? Let's dive right in. So the two-on-one, naturally, in the remote Norwegian wilderness, they take a helicopter because that's probably the only way you can get to the location of this two-on-one. Rachel talks with Kenny first. Kenny seemed almost nervous, out of breath. He probably thinks it's over for him.
1: It's hard to come back from from the lies Lee's been telling. His whole goal this date... You you have to imagine it was just keeping it cool. So when he starts talking to Rachel, that's what he's trying to he's trying to portray to her. You know that he's not not this monster that Lee's been trying to trying to show him as.
0: He tells her the truth, maybe not the whole truth, but he does Pretty tell close. her the truth. Yeah. He says I, I yelled at Lee. I called him a snake. I didn't hit him, and he also sprinkles in some good lines like you know he's looking for someone whose qualities he wants his daughter to emulate you know that's Mm -hmm. a good that's a nice compliment like if i were rachel i'd feel good about that like be a role model for a young lady rachel buys it i think you know she says he's forthcoming she says he thinks he's sincere but she's got to talk to lee so she brings lee up to you know the woods i guess (laughs) and what what do you got on lee's I'll call it a whining sprinkled with lies. He's got some truth too, but he's also got some embellishments.
1: It's it's way farther away from the truth than Kenny's. Let's just put it that way. He he acts like Kenny was gonna uh, snatch him out of the car at one point. Do you, I don't remember that. Do you remember it didn't that didn't happen? On I I specifically watched for it in the in the the second time I watched the episode. It di- It didn't happen at least on air. Maybe it did off air but i can't imagine they wouldn't show that
0: that's what i'm saying like if it if this if these things happen that he said happen like they would for sure be on tv yeah absolutely and then what about when lee's talking about how kenny told him about his dark side that only comes out did that happen either the dark side that comes out when he drinks no he didn't say that i don't remember (laughs) that at all no he's made he's just flat out making stuff up both face lies has lee talked with rachel about anyone or anything but kenny since night 1 no. that we've seen no 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 nope. that's why neither of these two have a chance neither lee nor kenny
1: yeah number 1 if you go on a 2 on 1 i wonder if i wonder if anyone has ever gone on a 2 on 1 and went on to win the bachelor or bachelorette i feel like the answer is probably
0: no probably it's got to be it's, it, I'd be stunned if, if a two-on-one person. You
1: go on a two-on-one because you're in some bullshit with someone else, and it's time to kick one of you off. But the, the second person, the one who won the two-on-one, will soon be
0: gone after. It's like timeout with your sibling. Both of y'all are in trouble. Maybe one person <laughs> started it, and you know, you'll know you get out of timeout earlier, but both of y'all are in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> both are both going to suffer consequences. Yep. And neither of you are the favorite daughter or son right now. Um, so two, two big lies there, the pulling out of the van that we didn't see happen and the dark side discussion that we also didn't see happen, but he did mention a couple things that Lee or that Kenny neglected to mention, such as the bitch Mm -hmm. and such as shitting in the boots, which if I were Kenny, I wouldn't have brought that up either. Just hope that Lee (laughs) didn't. (laughs) Uh, so hey Rachel's got to talk with Kenny again apparently the, between the time that Lee and Rachel talked and Kenny and Rachel talked for the second time apparently the temperature dropped like fucking the end of day after tomorrow <laughs> Kenny is shivering so they're both freezing cold luckily Kenny's got on one of those leather jackets that has the cloth hoodie attached because yeah. he's cool cool dad <laughs> from Kohl's <laughs> uh, Rachel tells Kenny what Lee said Kenny's appalled he basically, uh, swears on his daughter pretty much <laughs> that he's lying. Yep. I, I might have been reading too much into this, but the second time I watched this, it didn't seem like Rachel was questioning, like questioning Kenny's story. It almost seemed like she was just doing him a favor. Like, all right, Kenny, this is what Lee said. I don't believe him. Wink, wink. Like, do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? I don't think she was like, I believe Lee and not your story. I think she was just giving him a heads up, like, this guy's lying, making shit up about you.
1: I think she was giving a heads up, but also I think she did want to lawyer Rachel him a little bit and see, okay. you know, how he reacted.
0: See if he gave any signs, you know, see if she could catch him. In a, just to. Yeah. yeah. She just, just wanted to, to confirm. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's how it ended. We got Kenny heading back to Lee. On the next episode of The Bachelorette, by the time you hear this recap, episode two of the two night extravaganza will have already aired we apparently will be stunned by what happens according to Chris Harrison we're going to be shocked we're going to figure out why Kenny's bleeding Kenny some people said it's producer nail polish I think it's blood Um, <laughs> I think it's I don't think Lee did anything I don't think Lee does anything for him to acquire that blood we don't see Lee in the previews really for next episode no not a ton we got Kenny crying we got Rachel crying what do you think's going to happen
1: I think Lee's going home for sure. But then, uh, prediction for you, Rim, I think Kenny's going home later in the episode.
0: Rim and AB, same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Lee's going home regardless. Yeah. I think Rachel is mostly using that date, whether it's the daytime part or the nighttime, too. Like, it could be, a, didn't Nick do this? He sent someone home during the day in a two on one, mm-hmm. and then since, okay, I don't remember who it was, but.
1: It was one of the Daniels.
0: That's right. Um, I just I think Rachel's using going to use that second part of the date to find out if she needs to send Kenny home too.
1: Yep. And I, think I agree. She
0: pro- I think I think she probably will, which sucks. Really sucks. Kenny never had a shot. Kenny wasn't going to win anyway because I don't I just couldn't envision Rachel with choosing a guy with a 10-year-old daughter, a pro wrestler, you know what I mean? But he really never had a shot. A Chippendales people forget that. He really never had a shot when when Lee put him in this position. No. Lee Sabotaged Kenny's time there because Kenny was forced to defend himself against the guy who knew exactly what buttons to press, mm-hmm. and Kenny had to spend all this time with Rachel talking about Lee instead of them two. So he was he was doomed.
1: He would have made it. He could have made it a lot farther. He wouldn't have obviously won, but I think he could have made it a lot farther without Lee, the racist, being here. Agreed. What do you think about the producers continuously setting them up where they'd be alone together? It was just them sitting with a bottle of whiskey.
0: <laughs> well, not only that, basically every roast ceremony, they stand by each other now. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of, Rem? You ever seen
1: that Heineken commercial where they put, like, people on opposite ends of the spectrum together in a room, and then they oh, give yeah, them a yeah, beer, yeah. and then it's like, oh, we're cool now. So it's like a, you know, you got a racist and then a person of a different race, and they put them in a room, or the, it'll be like a you know, a uh, super religious guy and a gay girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or a, you know, a transgender person with someone yeah. who has said some inflammatory stuff about transgender people. That's yeah. what this reminds me of, except this is what would actually happen in that
0: scenario. So that's a good segue, AB. A lot of folks in Bachelor Nation, I'll say, have have had a big problem with the way these last few episodes have been positioned. Yep, I I see a lot of articles and a lot of headlines about this episode in particular and lap, last episode that were like this is uncomfortable. This is they should be ashamed of themselves for exploiting race for ratings. That's kind of the overarching sin that people wanna harp on. They're, they think ABC and The Bachelor Bachelorette are exploiting race for ratings, and they feel terrible for Rachel, the first black bachelorette, that she has to deal with this. Okay. On paper, that all makes sense. Yep. I got two things, and I, maybe you disagree. Now, keep in mind, I'm the white guy here. But number one. I don't think it's that overt. I don't think they're really explo- – if they really wanted to exploit race for ratings, they can make it a lot more obvious and incendiary than they are. I think it's kind of under the surface. They're kind of dancing around it. I agree. Okay. Second, I personally – this is going to sound bad, but let me hear me out. I don't really have a pro- – I don't have an issue with this, A.B., Okay. In my eyes so people wanted for years and years and years, people saw the show, and it was a bunch of white people and they all look the same. People wanted this show to more accurately reflect society. Right? Would you would you agree that people Absolutely. Okay. Well guess what folks? Like this is society. Yeah. In my in my eyes, and I'll let you rebut all this. In my eyes, I think it's better to shine a light on someone like Lee and expose him. Expose him. Expose him! <laughs> Expose him rather than sweep it under the rug and act like it doesn't exist. Okay. A sub point of that. There are a lot of people who probably watch the show and, th- and think, well, Lee doesn't say the N word. He's not racist mm-hmm. or he's being nice to some of these black guys. He's not racist. And I think that this storyline is an opportunity for the show to and again, like, I'm not saying that ABC and The Bachelor are, you know, pure of heart with all their intentions here, but I think it's better to say, like, hey, look at this guy who's. You know, playing up racial stereotypes to his advantage. It's not racism book definition like you think about. You know what I mean? He's not like, I'm not talking to these guys. It's some different, subtler forms. I think that's important to show people, like, hey, this person is like this. There's a lot of people like this. It's 2017. This still exists. Rather than acting like it's fucking hunky dory, happy-go-lucky out there. What do you think, AB? Rim, I'm 100% with you. 100%. Listen. Now, uh,
1: well 95%. Okay, cool. I think <laughs> I think it is ABC's not on the up and up here. Like they deserve a lot of blame because they clearly brought this guy on specifically to do this. Yes, but now that he's on racism in, in general is tough to watch, but it doesn't mean we should avoid it. That's kind of why racism, part of the reason racism still exists the way it does today, you know? Because people are afraid to talk about it. It's super uncomfortable. People are probably uncomfortable listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. But it's good to open that up. And like you said, it's it's not the in-your-face racism this time. I mean, his tweets are, but the stuff he's saying on the screen... It's not in your face racism, but it is racism, and it's. I think it's good for people to see it.
0: Agreed. ABC is shitty for bringing him on. Yeah, we agree there. But he, now that he's on, like you said, I would why rather sweep it under they the rug, why sweep it under the rug. It sucks that Rachel has to deal with it, but again, I feel like you can't just act like it doesn't exist, and I think that would be a mistake on their part to do this with this guy on the show. And act like everything's fine. Yeah. Same page. Okay. Folks. Now that that's out of the way, there is one off-screen thing that I want to talk about. Now, I understand that people watch the show. Ooh, I'm one of these Brian. people. Brian, Brian juice, huh? The mm-hmm. Brian Juice. We're gonna Let's talk about some to it. Uh, we're gonna talk about some Brian juice. It's not exactly a spoiler, but I want to give you the opportunity because I know a lot of people watch a show and don't like to dig into the backgrounds because they feel it might, you know, hint at something that might or might not happen in the show. Sure. So if you don't want to hear Brian Juice, go ahead and stop the podcast now. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow on Twitter, RosecastES. And Stitcher also, or if you can't do either of those on your mobile device, screens dot com. Leave a review, give us some feedback, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Now, for those got? of you who want, who, those of you who want to hear the Brian, jokes. let's get to the good, good shit. Okay, so I sent out a tweet from the Rosecast ES Twitter account last night about how Brian. It's too good to be true. And I, you know, jokingly, like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, has he killed people? Blah, blah, blah. It was a joke. The Twitter user, Yvonne, tipped me off to something that Brian's got going on in his past. The first thing is that he has been sued, and we won't go into a ton of detail. We just want to bring it to light. He's been sued for insurance fraud as part of his practice. And this was, I think the case was either settled or dismissed. Like, March of this year. So that's a recent thing. Okay. Not good. Okay. I mean, some people see chiropractic, which is what he is a chiropractor, as quackery anyway, and legal trouble, insurance fraud, and you're trying to marry the lawyer, Rachel. Uh, Mm -hmm. Surprised by that? No, I actually did know this. I'd saw
1: this before. Just decided not to bring it up. Um, Okay. Because I think. I think there were multiple people with like some stuff like this.
0: Uh, I saw one that was like Dean got had a fake ID when he was underage. I was like, I don't care about that at all. don't gives a shit about that. Yeah, I did know about this. It's, I mean, he's obviously a, something's there. He's sle he's sleazy. Yeah. Um, and he's you know, I don't want to judge any of our listeners live down there. No disrespect, but Miami chiropractor is a sleazy. Like, days of our lives, occupation, and background. Like, you probably are up to no good. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I saw
1: this before the season started, so I didn't know anything about him. And it was like a list of things that, you know, people on the cast have had. And I just forgot about it. I'm glad you brought
0: that up. Okay. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I can't imagine Rachel would be happy to find that out. No. The second thing, and maybe something you're not aware of, is he was on a reality show... In two thousand four, 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 <laughs> so he would have been. Hey, he would have been twenty four. A, a a reality show called The Player. Okay, on UPN, my channel. <laughs> <laughs> it it went out of business like in two thousand six. So, but I I don't know what the show's about. It's a, it, All I know is I've seen the opening credits. He looks fucking young, and he's got a lot of hair, and he looks like a douche, and him and a bunch of other pl- like players are in Miami, and I think they're trying to like woo some scantily clad women. I mean, kind of an embarrassing, not like so much, oh, Brian's a sleazeball, but just kind of embarrassing that he was on this show.
1: Uh, If he's on a show called The Player, I'd say that he's a (laughs) sleazeball.
0: Okay, (laughs) that's fair. He's twenty-four. It was thirteen years ago. You know, we were minors when this came out. So, (laughs) anyway, that's a brine juice. So he's not perfect. There's no bombshells here, but I think it's going to be. I think you know the reputation will get chipped away a little bit as time goes on here. So I just watched it. I just watched the clip what do you think i'll play the music the no, music
1: I say is so no, funny you need to play the music because it's so funny
0: <laughs> like it'll make you think less of brian just hearing the intro the theme to this song
1: the intro's a theme to this show <laughs> But yeah, Brian looks completely different. He's got long hair, uh, earrings. He's doing like kissy face. Yes.
0: <laughs> wow, bad. yeah, embarrassing. Wow, that's good juice. It's good juice. I mean, he's a douche. The guys, the guy's a sleaze ball. We knew it. We he's gonna it. go real far in this show. But anyway, okay. For those of you that wanted to hear the sleaze, that's it. It was hopefully it lived up to the hype. Probably wow. not <laughs> the player thing.
1: That that one it's, did it for uh, me. Yeah
0: yeah so shout out to yvonne on twitter if you don't follow us on twitter please do Rosecast es um and yeah that's all we got this is a long episode here's the plan this is gonna drop on wednesday hopefully wednesday morning but you know we got we got episode two of the two night extravaganza starting up shortly here so we have to crank it out boys are working overtime this week man it's just it's like finals week yeah. It's like fun. <laughs> just not sleeping. <laughs> it's Bachelor all day and bachelor all night. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. A B, uh is there any are, do we have any special promotions going on this week or
1: uh yeah, Rem, it's uh it's it actually just started the okay. For
0: a Friend week refer a friend week i've heard about this okay cool so i think what that is you people just if they like it they just refer a friend and that's it
1: yeah they just tell their friends uh okay to to listen to it yeah and then they get nothing
0: it sounds like a fun interactive (laughs) (laughs) way to (laughs) go about your podcast let's spread a podcast uh anyway no thank you very much for living listening and hey guess what we're gonna talk to you tomorrow